Hello team, it's Pam here from Alt Marketing School. I have a question for you right now and that is what would happen if you could market to hearts and not brains? What would you think would happen if you knew that you could make the world a better place with positive impact marketing but putting purpose and results first? If you want to find out, then come and join us for the Alt Marketing Certification. Our six-week digital bootcamp for professionals who want to do marketing differently and advance their career along the way. Join me and our six incredible teachers to learn how to advance your career with confidence by applying effective systems and frameworks to the latest trends. The next cohort is coming up soon, so I would love to have you join us. And all you have to do is apply to join at altmarketingschool.com slash learn. Go to altmarketingschool.com slash learn to apply for the next cohort of All Marketing School certification. Hello and welcome to Make an Impact Show, a podcast run by Creative Impact Co. Our mission is to help creatives grow their business, hone their marketing, and share their stories via outstanding content. Hello team and welcome back to the Make an Impact Show. My name is Fab and I'm your host. And today I am very excited for you to meet an old friend of Creative Impact, Saima Majid. Saima is an amazing well-being and transformation coach, as well as a speaker. Her passion is to help you raise your vibrational frequency, explore your potential, and show up authentically online. All things that I personally dig a lot. And today, she's going to take us through her journey to actually find their own coaching path and embracing the challenges and lessons that come from changing direction. We'll talk about how to widen your influences as a coach, as well as ways to reconnect with your purpose, regardless really of what you do. We'll even explore the beauty of leveling up and tapping into your own gut and how you can do it for yourself. I really hope this episode inspires you to look at your own journey and how you can constantly evolve and grow in order to find the best ways for you and others to show up online. As a reminder, if you love this podcast, make sure you share it with the good friends and leave us a five-star review and this will lead you loads of good karma points. Trust me. I really hope you're going to enjoy this chat and you're going to learn so much from it. As always, we'll be back next week with more fresh goodness right in your eardrums. Oh my God. Sorry. Uh, I need to explain to people now what just happened. I had I startled because for the first time Zoom told me that the meeting was being recorded. It's a new thing. I see. I haven't yeah. done it. It's done it with me when I was on somebody else's Zoom. But again, at time of recording, this is the first time that I hear yeah. it prompting me. Yeah. So, that's excellent. I like yeah, it. No. <laughs> it's been wanted, just in case you don't notice. You're recording me in the background. <laughs> Same as like, what are you doing? It's like, nothing. You're just, just, just chilling and then just muting. It's being recorded. What? Um, well, Apologies, I stole the spotlight from you, Saima, right now already with this shocker. How are you doing today? I'm really good, thank you, Fab. And lovely, to, so lovely to be here. 
I'm really excited to have you. You know what? I'm even more excited to ask you my icebreaker questions because I want to see what you tell me. I'm so excited. So shall we jump into those? Are you ready? Are you ready for the challenge? Let's do it. Awesome. All right. Seema, what is the first job you had? Okay. And what did you learn from it? Memory lane alert. Paper round. Bam! Paper round. So I was 12, right? So which is a little bit illegal. So my sister was um, 14. So the paper round was in her name. And I, I was her sidekick. And uh, so, but, but I did equally as much work as she did. And then we split the money and it was hard work. So what would happen is they would dump, a, 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 like a van would come and they would dump stacks of papers on our driveway, on my parents' driveway. And we'd have to like cut out the packaging and then literally uh, put, move them inside and then fill our bags and go down different streets and then come back and refill up. And I was scared of dogs. So it was an absolute, but because the money, because of the money, and then what I would do with the money is I'd buy books. And so I'm a big reader. So at that age, I was reading my book collection in, at 12 was a biography of Malcolm X, uh, Schindler's List, the collection of Jane Austen, Jane Eyre, Charlotte Bronte. So that's what I would do. And yeah, so that's what I learned. I'm going to ask you now, I love this. I'm going to ask you a side question. I'm already going to side questions. I'm, yeah, I'm enjoying this. That's the way. What would be at the time, maybe at, when you were 12 or around that time, what would be your favorite book then? Do you remember what was your favorite book roughly at that time? I think it probably was, I think the biography of Malcolm X was probably instrumental and Schindler's List too, because I actually feel like 12 years, so I was 12 years old. So what's that? 19 years later, I haven't changed. That work is now manifesting in my coaching work. That Those messages and, 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 and that is now manifesting in my coaching work, which I never, ever imagined because I went I then went into a career in fashion never thinking that this would happen there was a connection so I think they've been pivotal but I say those two but there's so many because my brand is all about beauty and creativity and diversity and inclusion and social change so I say those two but they're also it's really hard question fab it's a really hard question I do, I do love that though, like the idea that you were literally surrounded by books and you were like, that paper round, man. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, now we're going to jump. We're going to do a massive jump. Mm. 19 years later, 19 years later, we're going to go to in the last six months. So I'm giving you a bit of a time frame. That's what? not 19, that's 29. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, I, I would have never said that. Looking at you, my darling, I would have never said that. <laughs> Obviously, people that cannot look at you will be like, nah, absolutely not. So a couple of years later then. Yeah, a couple of years later. In the last six months, that's, that's my time frame. What is the best investment you have made in the last six months? Caveat, if it is something you bought or you purchased, £100 or less. Oh, my God. 
Oh, yeah. Okay, so I've started to do business coaching course with Chelsea Cox. So that was a, that's been a really, really good investment. Probably books again. It's literally been books nonstop. I'm reading a brilliant book on sacred activism at the moment. Bloody amazing. So, yeah, I think it's I've read a lot of books this year. What is the name of that book for everybody who might want to check it out? Sacred activism. So it's, if you if you're if you're interested in activism, but you want to do it from a conscious pe- uh, place, then um, yeah, that's what I'm reading at the moment. That's excellent. Again, we've got we've got one that probably was. I think the coaching was a bit above the 100, but yeah uh, that was yeah that was above yeah but but I, I like that the books bring us back to that kind yeah. of thing, yeah. oh did you say under 100 under yeah oh sorry no sorry misheard sorry <laughs> <laughs> i was like oh she just found a loophole she was like i'm gonna give you two one above and one under See what yeah happens. sorry yes that's not paying attention yeah so the book's really really good really enjoying it now i think i know the answer to the third question then because of the pattern i have here but maybe you'll surprise me Last but not least, my last question is a trivia category you'd be really good at and why? Saima, what's your trivia category of choice? Oh, that's really hard. That is really hard. So I, I don't think it's a category. And I know you're thinking, I know, I know you, have, you're, you probably have a thought process and you know what I'm going to say, but it's not. <laughs> oh, oh, I, I, I'm here for it. You think I'm going to say activism and things like that? It's not. I think it's living a life with passion. And I don't think that's a category. I don't think that's a category. So I think that's a really, really difficult question for me because because we also multifaceted. I don't think there's one category that I could actually be good at. I think there's so many. To be honest, I'll tell you this. You've been a lot different that a lot of people I'll tell you my, my favorite one that I will never forget has been somebody saying to me bewitched that's literally their trivia remember the, the group yes yeah yes yeah, oh my god that, that's somebody's trivia category so you know what you went much deeper than pretty much 99% of the people that asked uh, I think it's a difficult one because I have a massive interest in like um fashion film um activism art I've got so many passions. Music. <laughs> so that will be it, like the trivia category of the passions. Just live a life and and with you know an inspired and passionate life. That's that's what my <laughs> my category would be. <laughs> yeah. Now I have a question related to that. First of all, thank you so much for playing along. Very important. But also you as you know, you told me, like you hinted at a change of direction, a bit of a shift, yeah. like before we went on, before uh, Zoom Rugmandras that were recorded. Yeah. So I was wondering, is this related to what you just said, to your multi-passionate being that kind of prompted you to change your direction? Or what was the prompt you to change your direction? Tell us a bit more about where you were, where you're now, and why that happened, because I think that's a very interesting thing. Yeah, I think what's happened Um, And, you know, this is, I can't say this is a single event that's happened in my business and my business life. This has been a recurring theme for the last five, six years. And it's the fact that every kind of few months I have a shift in consciousness, something erupts within me. So last year it was, I was facing a lot of issues around identity 
So being a woman of color and being a South Asian woman and the barriers that have been, I've been faced with there, I had, there was a lot of questions around my own uh, sexuality and femininity and all of that. So who am I as a woman? And what is holding me back as a woman? And am I really stepping into my full power as a woman? So I was faced with a lot of those uh, challenges and then that filtered through in my business. So the, the messaging and the what I was now communicating was from a higher consciousness. This year, what's come up for me is, um, so this year I made a decision that I, there was a lot I was holding back in my business and this year I had to now encompass all of those things. And what was holding me back was that I wasn't, I wasn't following my, heart and soul fully so I was often looking around at what at the coaching space and I was thinking that's what I've got to do to be a successful coach and this year I said no more I'm not doing that now this is now my path so I have a podcast called the trailblazers journey and this year I've invited people who I felt they might not have a big following some of them do some of them don't but they're musicians, um, they're from different world cultures, they are activists. I've got a woman coming on, she um, has just got a place at St Martin's doing, um, her whole work is around sustainability. We've had a North African dancer on there. She talks about uh, colonialism in North Africa and being colonized and the impact that's had on femininity and sexuality. I've had a, a female belly dancer, again, she talks about, again, body image. I've had a Turkish musician who talks about Sufism. I've had a musician from Chicago who talks about um, using your voice as a, for, of a modality for healing. So I've just gone with my heart and I've gone with my soul this year. And then recently, again, things have shifted because of the situation in Palestine. And that's knocked me for six. That has literally knocked me for six. You know, human violations, that's another thing that I'm really, really passionate about. And now I've realized, hence sacred activism, now I realize that's got to be an element in my work, which it already has. So I'm working with a coaching client from Colombia. So they're currently going through a crisis. There's an uprising uh, based on how the government is treating the citizens. So, you know, that's come up in our coaching sessions. I've worked with a dancer in the UK last year and she wanted, she was white, she wanted to start using her voice in the diversity and inclusion space. So I've been working with her to empower her, you know, and I think that messaging is coming through my work now in a very, very strong way based on my own consciousness. So it's a very long-winded answer, <laughs> very, very long-winded answer, uh, Fab. Sorry, but yeah, so it's not it's not a clear cut, you know? I wouldn't have it any other way because <laughs> at the end of the day, first of all, I know you, but also at the end of the day, you're talking about a process of, of change and, and understanding how, from what I'm hearing, obviously, both from an internal perspective, like understanding who you are, and I love that you mentioned looking at what other people were doing and almost saying that's what I should be doing yeah. and we might go back to that as well because I think it's a really powerful thing but also how 
the world around you and us has affected you in the way that you want to show up and help others, especially because of how it connects with you from a cultural perspective and from a personal perspective. It's hard for it to be encapsulated in like a one sentence answer yes. because it's a shift. And also I love the fact that by you touching different people, whether it's the podcast or the coaching, you have learned for yourself how you can help more of these people or how you can give them the voice that they need to have. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Because they need to see you doing it. You know, and as you know, so in the last couple of weeks with what's erupted in the world, I've been using my platform. Even it, there's been that dichotomy of I've got business to run. I should be promoting my business. I should be marketing my business. I should be marketing me as a coach. Hang on a minute. But there's this thing going on where children are dying. And all I want to talk about is that because that's really hurting me. And so I've had quite a bit of support. I, I, I'm very fortunate now. I think through this journey, I've now aligned myself to people who are equally as passionate and, pe- and friends of mine who are also have businesses have gone, Simon, if this is what you feel you need to do, that's what you need to do now, you know? And I think people need to see that. And then that will then inspire them to maybe build up the courage to, 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 to want to do it themselves know and I think it's that reflection of your values and we talk about this a lot in different ways yeah values are a big part of who you are and the way that you help people because what you stand for is as important and as the results that you can provide to your clients and to other people because again making an impact name of the show as well quite quite yeah quite on it is, is literally about that is yes making an impact on the single individuals that you help but also making a positive impact in the grand scheme of things on the planet that we live in whether it's from a environmental point of view whether it's from a societal point of view it's just being able to fit in that conversation and amplifying that and sometimes the conversation doesn't have to be about us and I think what yeah. you're saying is a great reminder of that yeah absolutely absolutely and you know what it's so challenging when you've got business it's so challenging and when you're purpose and soul led because you're constantly grappling with what should I be doing what should I be doing and I think something I've learned is that you've got to go with what your heart and soul tell you because everything will fall into place Uh, there's a there's a quote it says do nothing and everything get nothing gets undone or something like that. There's a really great quote. I mean, I need to, but it's like almost like everything will figure itself out. It will. And I think you've got to remember that, you know, um, if you are very purpose driven. Can I ask you now, just going back and stepping back a bit on one of the other reasons why you shifted? Because I think, you know, we go back to some things that happened that obviously you'd have no control, they might happen suddenly. And so you're deciding to align with the conversation. But also you talk about something that I think happens every day, which is also from a coaching perspective, we're talking about this side of business. Because you engage with your community, which I'm supposing is mainly on Instagram, not only, but for most of us, yes. right? Um, then you see what other people are doing and you want to support them and they're your peers and collaboration. But again, tell me if I'm hearing right, then you also see what they are doing, whether it's a change of direction, a type of product, a type of way that they support people. And you think, I see all these people doing that. Maybe that's what people need. Maybe that's what I should do. She's nodding, by the way. So <laughs> I want to hear a bit, if you can elaborate on this side of things, because this is, is a constant. And I think it's hard. So sometimes we know we're woke and we're like, yeah, I know this. But then sometimes we forget 
And so I wanted to hear how, how you realized that for yourself, that you were maybe stuck into a bit of that rut and how do you make changes from that side of things, from what you're exposed to when it comes to what a coach should do or should be or should be focusing on. And how did you, did you break away from that a bit? How did you protect your energies? I yeah, guess? I think what you've got to do is you've got to stop following people who are not aligned. It's really, really, really important because it can derail you. And you've got to find people who are aligned. And that's not necessarily, that's not coaches. That could be artists. That could be dancers. That could be musicians. They're people who are who have the same value system as you because that's where you're going to find inspiration. And not only on, on Instagram, off Instagram. And the thing is, we're going to come, we're going to flow into consciousness and unconsciousness constantly. That's the whole purpose of life. That is why we are here. We are here to ascend. So what happens is you're conscious, you're woke. You're like, yeah, I know what I'm doing. This is great. You know, um, I'm helping people. I know what my business, uh, where my business is going. Then what happens is suddenly you start getting burnt out a little bit and everything starts feeling challenging and everything starts feeling like a drag. And you're thinking to yourself, oh, I'm just burning out. What's actually going on under the surface? There's a spiritual shift going on. There's something going on which is telling you, right, this is not working anymore. You need to level up. So then you go through, you might go into a very dark space. You need, to, you need to ride that wave. You need to ride that wave. And you need to listen to the messages that are being uh, communicated. And you might not even on a conscious level, that might be happening on an unconscious level, but eventually it will come clear. When you come through the other side, you gotta listen to what's coming up. You're gonna, it, you're gonna find clarity and then you're gonna be like, ah, that's why I went through that. That's why I was looking at other people. That's why I was comparing myself. And actually I wasn't living my own truth. I wasn't leveling up. I need to now make my brand stronger. I need to be more authentic. I need to step in my power more. And I think that's been a recurring theme in my own business. So I talk from experience, you know, so, that, so it's natural to start looking at other people when you're going through that lull and that unconsciousness but then once you're back up stop it you know <laughs> and just again like I say just trying to align yourself with people who are on the same path and that will change that will constantly change so you might be aligned now in six months you might not be aligned with that person anymore you know because you've grown you've evolved but I think we're here to constantly grow constantly evolve you know, and you just got to listen to your soul and you've got to listen to the voices that are being communicated to you. I'm going to ask you something on that because I think it's so important and I love that you mentioned that, that element of reflection and kind yeah. of saying, okay, these are the little things that I'm doing, but why are these things really happening? It's not just because I feel in the way of the comparison, like there's something internally that is probably kind of, yeah. again, opening up, as you said, or up-leveling. Yeah. I love the word up-leveling. So yeah. I want to ask you how personally you, maybe your clients, either way, can you make that space on a recurring basis? Again, I talk a lot about reclaiming things these days. Yes. And I find that, you know, sometimes we almost find that we are, I'm going to do quotation marks, too busy, or there's too much to do, too many things to focus on. Yeah. We're actually making that space for the reflection, because I believe, and again, I want to hear your opinion, that it's hard for us to go through the process that you mentioned, if we don't give ourselves the place and the space to do that reflect on that and also process that from a physical energetical point of view so 
Do you, do you agree? And also, what do you do to create that space for yourself? 100% agree, Fab. And the thing is, the way I've had to do is simplify my business. So last year, I was doing a million and one things, and I was committed to so much, and it was really difficult. And this year, I decided, because the thing is, if you're on this path, then you're on it for a reason. You are specifically on it for a reason, and you've got to honor that, you know. And so I think for me, what I've done this year is I've simplified my offerings. I've simplified my business. So, so one of the things was pricing, for example, you know, last year I probably wasn't charging as much as I am this year. And so I was having to do more work to make the income stream this year, I've put my prices up. So it, so of course I'm offering more value because of my own journey and what I've learned and, and who I've become. But equally, I've had to um, increase my pricing so that when I go through lulls, I'm then not kind of struggling. And you know what? We are going to struggle. When you're in a purpose-led business, it's going to take time for you to become established, become a known voice. And so you are going to have to find creative ways of overcoming that. But that's, that's part of the process. If this is the journey that you want to take, if you're passionate about it, then you, there's going to be some sacrifices, you know, and that's the honest answer. And I'm loving that we brought the deal simplifying. And I, I love that you, you kind of let us in one of the ways that you did it for yourself. And as you said, it's, it's almost having that confidence in a way, if you want to say that. And I know you've been doing this for a long time because I've known you for a long time. Yeah. I've been doing this for a long time, but some days I still have to think about, you know, I know, as you said, I know maybe that, uh, you know, adjusting my prices is the best thing for me. But then you also think like, how can I match that with the value? And then you think, as you said, well, my journey, my experience, yeah. um, the way that I've evolved and the way that I've helped people now shows that I can make that space for that. And if it means that I can work with that, I'm talking also for myself, because I do some consulting still, not as much, I've got a lot of plates. Yeah. Um, but when I do that, I have less clients because I charge a bit more, but yeah. because I'm gonna spend that time with them. Well, there is a recap and I think, I'm, I'm just going mini rant here, but sometimes we don't think about what it comes and it, it happens during a session. Let's say you're doing like a coaching session or a consulting in my yeah. case, there is a session, but then yeah. potentially the preparation, potentially you're working on the strategy. Maybe you're doing a recap, yeah. uh, you're checking in with your client yeah. to make sure that they're feeling. Do we really see that? And do we really communicate that that is part of the experience? And I think that's, again, that's my little little rant, but yeah. forget about that, I think. We think, well, it's only an hour of your time, but is it really? That would be my question. Yeah, 100%, but also Fab, I think, you know, like when you've been doing this for a long time, and you've been on your own journey you can you're you, you have the now you have the knowledge and the wisdom to get that client to where they want to get to a little bit quicker because you've walked that path and I think that's the value that you're giving as well in the session and outside of the uh, session because often clients will say to me they'll describe a scenario and before they finish I've understood exactly what they're talking about and like, how did you outside but how did you figure that out so quick because I've been doing this for a while now and because I've probably been through that myself you know and I think that's the thing it's um 
you've got to acknowledge like what your skill set is. And, you know, I don't encourage clients, new clients to be charging high prices straight away because they're not, they're not experienced enough. And, you know, but I think that as you do become more of a voice, more of an expert, you feel it in yourself, feel it in your own body. You know, it's something you feel viscerally like, okay, this is out of alignment. My prices are out of alignment with where I am. And so intuitively, you know what you've got to do or you work with a coach to help you, you know? I love that. And I love that you mentioned really aligning like with your with what feels right to you. I'm going to ask you a bit of a harder question and then we're going to jump into our last question. But yeah. we have a harder question then. Would you say the same? I think I know the answer, but would you say the same when it comes to working with alignment, especially with pricing? Because I know it's a bit of a meaty conversation. Also, when you get external influences, which sometimes is what you see online, that tell you that you should be charging more because that's what you should be doing. Because that's another thing that I'm really passionate about is, again, you know, be careful. Obviously, advice is always free. So be yeah. careful of what you read. And I want to hear from you. How would you go about that? Because that's, again, another thing where people maybe push you or you feel like you should be charging more because that is what you are supposed to do. Yeah. And I think line with that. We've all been through that. We've all been through that. I think something that I've really, really uh, come to terms with this year is about that they're not me and I'm not them. And what I'm offering is completely different. And what my purpose is, is completely different. What am I here to do? What, why I was born, why I was placed on this earth is very different to what they were supposed to do. So the thing is, that's their journey and this is my journey. And I'm going to honour me and I'm going to honour my values and I'm going to honour my own path. And my only business is with my clients. It's mine and my client's business, you know. And so you've really got to drown out those noises. It takes a while, though, to get to that point where you're strong enough and you know who you are. And I think you've got to get to a place where you know who you are. And I think that's what I do in my uh, coaching. That's, you know, what I'm passionate about is helping people to find out who they are. Because when you find out who you are and what you stand for, then you don't need to listen to anyone else and what they're doing because you're so passionate about what you're doing. It doesn't matter. I love it. Like yeah. drawing on the noise. I'm, I'm, all, I'm all for that. And as you said, out. <laughs> it's not easy, as you said. And I think once we remember that, we can be a bit kinder to ourselves and be like, mm, this doesn't feel right let me sit with it and be like, actually, am I doing this because I feel that it's right for me or because I'm hearing too much and I need to step back. So I love, love that. Yeah. Kind of knew you were going to say that, but I wanted to hear it from you. That's the point. (laughs) That's the point of this. (laughs) Reading, see, reading your brain. You're reading your gorgeous brain. Now, Simon, I'm going to ask you the hardest question at the very end. So right now, you ready? Okay. If you could have brunch, brunch with anyone, dead or alive as well, who would this person be and why? Oh, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. So right now, it would probably be Nelson Mandela. I tell you why, because, you know, just what I've gone through recently and apartheid and, you know, what I really admire about Nelson Mandela was that he was on the ground fighting for the people and he, he sacrificed 27 years of his life and to do that. And so that's someone that that really walks their talk. Do you know what I mean? And I have so much kind of admiration uh, for that. 
you know, and so, so right now it would be Nelson Mandela, but that could change in six months, but right now it'd be Nelson Mandela. I love that. And again, it's, it's in this one right now. So if you have another chat in six months, you can, you know, you can <laughs> changes or anything like that. But that's awesome. Well, first of all, thank you so, so, so much for taking the time. Thank you so, so much for always showing up, you know, with your message and everything you do. And also the other people that you bring along the way in your journey. That's so important. That's what community is about. So again, thank you. Thank you, Fab. Now, if people want to find out more about you, though, where should they go? Where should we send them to? Yeah, so I think Instagram, uh, it's simamagid.uk. So that's my Instagram handle. And then it's the same web for my website, simamagid.uk. And if you want to follow my podcast, it's The Trailblazers Journey. And it's available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. So, yeah, so that's where you can find me. Thank you so, so much again. Have a lovely day. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to check our show notes for more juicy goodness about this episode. If you loved it, please take some time to give us five stars on iTunes. And make sure that you let us know your ha-has and takeaways on Instagram at creativeimpactco. Also, you can find out more about us on our website at creativeimpact.group.